In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, crazy good communication, what to do when your attitude sucks. This is the playbook. Get some action up in here. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. And welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. This is I, the Q, Diggity Dog in the Moran Home Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie. Jeannie, please say hello to the people. Hello. Hello to the people. Do you want me to? I know we talked to us. You want me to call you something else? You want, me to get, you want a screen name? Like, no. oh, are you sure? Nope. We can come up with some good ones. Nope. All right. Well, we can call you. All right. We'll just, we'll just give you Jeannie. Um, hey, I'm so glad you're listening to a playbook episode. This is where you take that uh, that game plan and you put your plan into action. You got the playbook. Now you know how to run the plays, when to run the plays. <clears throat> and I'll tell you this. I have ran the wrong play, the right play at the wrong time. It can get you. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm glad you're here. You are an exceptional human being, a super stud. Thank you for listening. Here we go. Playbook episode. We are going to talk to you briefly. Try to keep it at 15 minutes or less so that you know how to consume and how to digest and how to produce the information that I've given you thus far. So we are talking about when my attitude sucks. A couple of great examples in the two prior episodes. And I'm just going to line it out here for you. When it comes to your attitude and the examples given... Uh, with me and Jeannie and um, and us, her writing and me sacrificing uh, our time and understanding that I am a quality time person. That's one of my love languages. And don't hate on love languages. If you don't know about them, go get at them. Go get at them. Get them down. They are just, they're absolutely crucial to a fantastic relationship. Um, you know, and uh, and instead of you know, me fully communicating what I wanted and what I expected and what I needed, I left a lot of things up to somebody else's imagination. So we, we kind of work something out on air, which I don't know if we've ever done before. We kind of talk through the process and some frustration. So here's the playbook when it comes to it. Number one, you got to know yourself, bro. You have to. If you haven't taken the time to know thyself, it is time for some self-reflection when it comes to having a bad attitude, a good attitude, any attitude. You got to know yourself. That is number one. That's first and that's foremost. You got to do it. Number two, you've got to own your stupid. It's not always going to be your own stupid, but you got to own your stupid. I have got to own my stupid when I'm doing things that I know better than doing when it's my fault. Um, when it's nobody else around me, I have got to own it. That's the only way you're going to get better. That's the only way you can improve. Number three, you've really got to define the real issue. What is the real issue that's causing my attitude to suck? And then number four, be open and honest with what the real issue is. Be open and honest. Be willing to be vulnerable. And then finally, number five, you got to resolve it. Figure out how to resolve it. Now, we gave you a lot in the game plan episode on things to do um, and how, how to kind of formulate 
how you work through things with your spouse, how you work thing, through things with yourself. So if you have not listened to it, definitely go to that game uh, game plan episode because I'm telling you, this, this, when you put it into action, is absolutely game changer when it comes to your relationship. So, I, you know, honey, looking at, at number one, um, know yourself, I just wrote down that you got to do some recon. You really, you got to figure out what's making you upset. So that's the first thing. You take a step back, start going, checking down the list. Okay, am I really mad about you reading in the bath? Um, for an hour and a half. Any other time, I would have to say, no, I wouldn't be. But it came down to the fact that you were supposed to be spending time with me. And I've been waiting all week, sacrificing my time uh, for the good of your book and for the good of your success. And um, I wouldn't normally be mad about that. You work hard. You work very hard. You work very hard for this family. And, you know, taking an hour, hour and a half in the bath just to relax on a Saturday night, why the heck would I be mad about that at all? It was extenuating circumstances. Well, I don't think you were necessarily mad so much as you were disappointed. And that's fair. I mean, I was angry. I was angry. Yeah. Um, But I I definitely, definitely, definitely was disappointed. Um, And and if you go to the next, like, you go to... uh, uh, Factor number two, and you own your stupid. I, and I say that, it probably sounds harsh, but that's just the way that I think. And since this is about my journey, I just put it out how I'm talking to myself. If you take offense to that, then take it. But I hope you can figure <laughs> out a way to make it better, because I want to be as real with you as possible. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm not even calling myself stupid. I'm saying I do stupid things, and I've got to own it. So own it. Just freaking man up and own it. And that's what I'm trying to do here. I had... I had an attitude, um, and I needed what I needed to do was clearly communicate what I wanted instead of just assuming that Jeannie was going to know what I wanted, and so the and that was the stupid thing that I did, you know. And I know in the past that she doesn't set timers; I do. So why would I say to myself later if she really cared? which I've said this before, if she really cared that she would do it on purpose. I'm a very, very intentional person. That's the way I operate because I don't know if I'm hardwired that way or if it's just the way I think. I'm still figuring that out. But I, at any time, I could have said, hey, honey, will you set a timer so that we get this? Or I could have set a timer so that when I took a, you know, when I nodded off to sleep, um, the timer would have went off and she would have known, oh, well, I'm, you know. And it's reading books is not always appealing to me anyway. <laughs> I would rather listen to them or watch TV. I get t- <clears throat> tired reading books, and you yourself, you could read for hours and hours and hours. I could. I wish Absolutely. I could do that. Well, not only could you, you have. And that's fine, but... Um, I can surf through three or four books in a day and still not finish one because I don't like it, but I'm totally content to read. The best way to define that to me is when I get when I start becoming petty and I know that I'm butt hurt. That to me is my stupid because I'm what I'm doing is I'm starting to treat you unfairly for something that's may you may be it may be something you've done but the root of the issue is me not expressing my expectation or asking to say, hey, would you do this? I think it it boils down to, and maybe this is going to sound kind of 
back in how many episodes ago, but you thought I would think like you because I, and, and this is just looking at the situation, taking a step out of it. I was focusing on my book and what needed to get done. And my thought process beyond that was I just need a break. I need to relax. I need to get out of my head for a bit. I was not thinking about the rest of the time that you and I had planned to be together or what needed to happen because I was focused on my own world and you were focused on your own world. And instead of talking about it or making sure that we were both on the same page, we were kind of doing our own thing. So I could see where you would get frustrated because I'm not thinking the way you're thinking. I'm not putting your needs first because I'm, I'm not even thinking about us spending time together. I'm still pulling an all-nighter. It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm not even looking at 11 o'clock at night because my plan is not to go to bed till 4 or 5 in the morning anyway. Yeah. So it it's it boils back down to not expecting your spouse to think the way that you do, but you have to own up and speak up when something is, you know, if you have something you need met, you've got to say it. Yeah, and kind of like we talked about before, I mean, once you're made aware of something... Maybe for you, when it comes to saying, I'm going to do this in a half an hour, maybe you start putting a timer or do something so that you know, okay, this is time. I usually throw that at you. Okay, well, you put a timer on for me then, and then I'll I'll do it. Because I know I will. I, I <clears throat> am squirrel. I openly admit I am squirrel. <laughs> I could be hot on something and then, oh, look, that's a cool idea. Let's go that way. So, yeah, it. Yeah, it works for us. If you want me to do something, I'm constantly telling him, put a reminder in your phone to text me and remind me. Call me and remind me tomorrow. Even though I have a reminder in my own phone, call me and remind me because I won't remember. True enough. And, and you know, just to, just to rehash it again to say or to cover this again, you are not the type of person that's going to do something to hurt me on purpose. No, I wouldn't. And, and I've, had, um, I've had the bad habit in the past of, thinking that way and it's not fair to you so you never you never want to assume that your spouse a knows you're frustrated knows you're excited or knows what you are expecting of them if you don't communicate it if you don't communicate it and you expect it you're going to get what you paid for you're going to get nothing because you didn't communicate it and that's that's going to be you you're going to have to eat that so better, better for you to learn how to have the confidence to communicate your feelings um, than uh, not communicate it, expect it, get disappointed, and then lash out at your spouse. You know, And we've taken a decade to create this relationship as a safe place for me to say how I feel and her not take it personal and for her to say the same, me not take it personal. And uh, sometimes it happens. But we have an agreement. We have a proverbial contract that Jeannie likes to talk about all the time. So you've got to develop that in your own relationship, okay? And never use it against the other person. Word. Okay, so looking at, uh, that's, that's uh, two, owning your stupid. And then really just defining what is the issue in the second example that we gave um, in the game plan episode. I was extremely disappointed well, from a few things. And one thing was that I sacrificed a lot of quality time with the expectation that there were there was a lot that was going to get done and that we were going to have time together, and we did not. 
So I was extremely disappointed. And like we said in, you know, in the very first episode of uh, Bad Attitude, that, that can facilitate a bad attitude. Disappointment, man, it's a killer. And if you don't deal with it, it only makes things worse. And then I felt rejected because it's like, well, we haven't spent much time together at all, all week. Um, it's cool if you read your book, but why are you choosing the book over me? And that's just, you know, that's my thought process, like I say, for being so intentional. I, I Everything I do, I, I do my best to do it on purpose with inten- intentionality and good intentions at that. Um, and then, um, what was, it was disappointment, it was rejection, and... Um, Unspoken expectations. And it was, yeah. You, you thought I was going to think like you because I said 30 minutes. I would set right. a timer and I'd be done in 30 minutes. Yeah. And, um, and they'll sound so simple and so easy and so stupid, but I swear to you, we honestly do fight about little petty things like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. I've, and I've long said, just because you have a podcast doesn't mean your life is perfect. We're actually doing the podcast because we, we've come a long way, but our life's not perfect. Um, so divine what that issue really is, and that's what I was able to do. And then just being open and honest about it. And, you know, I, I really believe that... I was very vulnerable and honest to say that um, I've got to get better at just coming out and saying it straight. I've got a lot of room for people. You know, when people don't know how to say things, I use this phrase all the time. Say it ugly, and then we'll clean it up. So I need to ask if I... That's very good. Bang! Game changer right there. I can ask you in the future, Honey, I don't know how to say this. Can I say it ugly? And then we can clean it up. Is that okay? Well, yeah, and this this is a silly example, but you told me yesterday. I don't know how to tell you this because it's going to sound bad, but it's not bad, and I don't want you to take it bad. <laughs> I'm going to say it ugly. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it ugly because I want you to know this, but I don't want you to take offense to it. And it was simply that he noted I've his comment, you've been working your ass off, literally. I've been working out quite a bit, and things are getting smaller, things are changing shape, but it was kind of like... I don't want you to feel bad that I think your butt is not what I want it to be. But at the same time, I know you're working your butt off because I could tell the difference. It sounds really stupid and petty. But that's one of those things that it was like, I could say this and you could take it way wrong. Well, just lis- <laughs> just listening to you, and there was nothing in me saying your butt is not what I want it to be. <laughs> what I was saying was, I notice your butt is changing. And, you know, it's the hard work you're doing, your butt is shrinking. And I loved your butt anyway, but, but, um, <laughs> it was just one of those things that you felt you needed to preface so that I didn't take offense to it. Well, generally like, when somebody says, Hey, I don't want you to get upset with this. They're going to say something to upset you or, you know, in the South, I don't mean to be ugly. Uh-huh. Well, guess what's coming next? I'm about I'm to be, be ugly. ugly. <laughs> you know? So that, that's always, uh, that's always risky, but followed by a bless her heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, I, I think it will help me. Buzzwords are such, they, they are game changer for your relationship. And I think if I'm in that point, I can come, I can come to you and say, look, I need to say something ugly and hopefully we can clean it up. Verbiage um, is everything. It truly is. And then, you know, for the last thing, once you've been honest, uh, you've been open, you've been honest with what the real issue is, you got to 
resolve it, get resolution. And um, I think that is extremely, extremely important, resolve it. And, you know, finally, I'd have to say, once that is done, like we talked about, you have got to go, and I I hate saying you have to, but I'm going to do it anyway. You got to go, you have to check in. Later that day, the next day, the next couple days, how are you doing with this? It's extremely important that we follow up to make sure that those wounds from an argument or your bad attitude or your hurtful words, that that gets resolved and that we find we find a way forward. You see what I'm saying? You got to find a way forward. And the whole time what you're doing is you are building and strengthening your emotional intelligence. You know, because I've... I've managed people for a long time, and you hear, well, that's just the way that I am. You know what? That's true, but it's not the way you have to be. You can decide who you want to be. You can make the change. You can make your relationship as good as you want it to be. Very, very important. I think that's a key. That's a key right there. Take it with you. Um, that's going to wrap this playbook episode up i think we've given you the steps to play i would love to hear how that's working for you you know dr phil how's that working for you we need to know put it into action don't be one and done nobody likes a one and doneer. okay you got to practice this you have to replay this and you got to continually hone your skills and get better that's what we do that's why you listen to this podcast you're not satisfied with who you are. You know you got great potential to be better, and you're committed. You're here. You're committed to work on it because you want to be the absolute best version of yourself. That's what the world deserves of you. That's what your spouse and your family deserves of you is for you to be the best version of you. Until next time, Man versus Marriage, the podcast. Good night now. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself it's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.